Especially the cricket loving public of the West Indies and India, sorrow for the events leading up to this development. The board of directors of the WICB today met to formally embark on the process of a carefully and systematic review of that the matter had been discussed within the regional organization of the Yes, because yes. I've been rather ill these last couple of months. I uh, had some heart problems. 
and uh, I'm pleased to say I'm relaunching my show hopefully soon. And uh, I've been listening to yours avidly all the way through my illness. And uh, I'd just like to say I was uh, disgusted by Blackwood being dropped uh, after the second test. I couldn't believe it. Uh, he played magnificently. He reminded me of uh, Gus Logie. And he batted beautifully and then he was dropped uh, for the third test. And that uh, really upset me. But apart from that, I enjoyed the West Indies against New Zealand. I thought they played very well indeed. And uh, I couldn't quite believe what happened in the last test. It was a disappointment to me. And, uh, well, this is the way cricket goes. But today, um, England, a very interesting match indeed. Fantastic performance, uh, in a way, from uh, Alistair Cook, of all people. Who would believe that a guy that can't even score a run at the moment could take a test wicket? And I love his impression of Bob Willis. It's absolutely incredible. I couldn't quite believe my eyes. What did you think? <laughs> Do you think he's gonna he's gonna be losing the captaincy? No, I don't think he'll lose the captaincy any time soon. I think he might keep it for a little while, but I think probably should go to Joe Root in the end. But who knows? England cricket seems to be on a bit of a downward slump at the moment. And the problem is the English crowds have had victory in the last few years. They're not really used to this. And, uh, well, if they're going to cope with it, I don't know. But England are going for a very strange match. It's kind of got a parallel with, with West Indies cricket in a way. But what upsets me is the way India are dictating everything. They seem to think they can just stomp in and say, hey, we can, we can say no to the DRS. And the funny thing is, in this match, the umpiring has been magnificent in my view. I think it's been brilliant. Um, apart from the... Uh, prior dismissal, which obviously was not out in the first innings, but uh, the umpiring generally has been very, very good. So you could make a very good case for saying that India have actually, <laughs> actually brought a better match upon us because I've loved seeing DRS not being there. Um, it's, it's actually been rather. I want here from the Prime Minister. Of Proven to be very economical as well as picking up early wickets. And, and 48 gut balls in an innings like that when you lose by one run is something that they will have to address and address quickly. And that heavy reliance on boundary hitting, is that the strategy? Is that the way they want to play going into that World Cup? It's a, it's a high-risk strategy. Um, I'm not too sure if that's the best strategy. So a lot to think about from a batting standpoint. Well, let's I was waiting to join Mason and guests. We have a little pause for calls. Let's play latest. morning from 9 until 12 noon to hear the Saturday morning entertainment episode. And on Sundays from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to be a part of the cricket show. To join the show, call 1-515-605-9850. The number again is 1-515-605-9850. Enjoy the remainder. 
Hi Leon, my name is Natalie from Double Platinum Security. I must say great job with the Cricket Show. Keep up the good work and a blessed afternoon to you and your crew. Great Sunday. Great Sunday. You a little bit of a recap as to what transpired in this uh, Thursday 20 International. West Indies again winning the toss. Uh, South Africa sent in the bat. Got uh, 167. Yes, um, by now you might have heard West Indies losing the, the second T20 over there in Grenada. Losing there by one run. My goodness, West Indies were set 167. To tie the score ended 166 or 7. 166 or 7. Another, another regrettable loss. We lose some, a match or two matches that we should have taken with the ease. But nevertheless, the end is still not yet here. We have two more matches left. Can we win both? Or can we win one and send South Africa the other? Well, to top it off, West Indies lose, and that's the bottom line. Lose by one and lose by a hundred, just about the same. So, while we wait for Mason and Guest, let us play you some songs, songs that you may enjoy, hopefully. Oh my brother, it's going to be a lonely Christmas without brother, Leonard, Kim, Hector. Like a leper in your land. 
without recognition. We ignore your contribution and sing praises. Now you are gone. The evil that men do lives after them. The good is often terrored with their bones, so let it be with Hector. I have no record of evil in the life of Tim Hector. Maybe mischief, but no evil. Let the catalogue of his goodness be interred with his bones. Apollasar, Pika, whose achievements were ignored. A journalist and edgy.
All right. Is he up now? Okay. Let's try and see if we can get him on. Toby. Fantastic finish. Lost their way a bit. Lost their way a bit in the middle. Um, but I, you know, they put themselves under a bit of pressure now going into these last couple of games, uh, which you know you don't normally see on home territory, do you? And 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 in a format that we're we're normally so dominant in. Um, uh, with all the big players playing, so I don't think there's many other players you can put in that team. Uh, it's a, it's a strong side. It's just got to go and deliver now, hasn't it? And um, I think you know, just going back even from the Test series before that, you know, the, the quality of the the pace bowlers South Africa have got that seems to have made the difference. And, and they've also come up with one or two decent spinners here, so they're a good side. They're a good side. Um, you know, and, and if you if you look back, for me, if you look back over the longer format. Um, you know, the side will be disappointed with this last test series. Um, they did well in, uh, they did well obviously against Bangladesh and Sri Lanka, uh, against the sort of slower, medium pace type attacks. But for me, looking at when we played the quicker bowling, um, New Zealand in the winter got blown away, England last summer lost, uh, and now South Africa, Ruabada, Nokia, and Nagidi, uh, a pace attack in St. Lucia and lost again. So it's there's clearly a pattern here where we do okay against the spin and the medium pace attacks in the longer format, but struggle maybe against the quicker stuff. Um, and as I say, under, under a little bit of pressure with the T20s. Mm-hmm. So how do we solve this problem? We are playing the spin reasonably okay, the medium paces, but we're not handling the quick bowling. How do you solve the problem, Toby? Can you tell me? Well, I, I think it's, it's probably a pattern with the way the pitches have gone generally in the Caribbean, where the pitches don't have the pace they had maybe 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where we, we produced the West Indies produced a lot of genuine quick bowlers, well, lots of quick bowlers on quick pitches. Batsmen were used to facing it; they tend to hook and pull better. I think they were, I think they played more on the back foot, um, and they're probably not getting that as much now in maybe in the regional cricket. And then it's getting exposed a little bit at the top end. Uh, and I think also, look, you've got to look at preparation. The only way potentially you were going to beat that South African side in the Test matches was to do something a little bit out of the ordinary. And I think in preparation, you probably needed to to get some bowlers coming in and bowling off 17, 18 yards to sharpen up the batters. Because if you're going to go well against, you know, Nokia, uh, Ngidi, Rabada, it's a hell of a good bowling attack with pace on the quickest wicket probably in, in the Caribbean. I mean, I don't know who chose to play South Africa in St. Lucia, but it probably wouldn't be the top of my list, um, you know, because you're giving them what they want. Um, I would have taken them somewhere slower and lower to to nullify that pace. But if you are going to play them there, it's it's about how you prepare in the the weeks leading up. I know they had a camp, they had plenty of time to work on stuff, but you know, and I don't know what they did, <laughs> but I'd like to have thought that they did everything possible to get used to pace and get used to swing. And if that's bowling off a quicker yard, polishing up some balls, make practice as difficult as possible so when you then come up against those guys in the middle mm-hmm. you're, it's no shock to you you've already been there i mean I, I don't know what the year was we're probably going back 20 years or so ago when there was one of england's good tours to to the west indies and there weren't many for a period they used to get blown away regularly but there was one of the tours where i think jeff boycott got involved with the england team before they traveled and he took the england side indoor into indoor nets and he said to all the batters he said, you're going to practice with the bowlers bowling off 17 or 18 yards. And they said, well, hang on a minute. Why do we want to do that? We're going to get hit. We're going to... He said, look, if you want to go and compete against that West Indies attack on those pitches, that's what you've got. I think it was, I can't remember the exact scoreline, but they certainly won one or two test matches, uh, took a few blows, but they were prepared mentally for a battle. 
and technically they had really prepared for what they were going to get. And I personally feel if that if the West Indies is going to compete against the best team attacks, pace attacks, it's working on those areas to, to sharpen up technique, sharpen up foot movement, you know, and, and then when you get in the middle, it's not a shot. Because there's no doubt for me when it come up against medium pace attacks, even the very good spin attacks in Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, anywhere around the world, now we do perform. It's the, it's the high-quality pace attacks that have knocked us over in the last three Test Match series. And that's where, you know, we've got to have a focus, I think, in terms of how we prepare and how we, um, how we perform, how we go and perform. Uh, Toby, would you say the West Indies batsmen are afraid of good fast bowling? Well, I wouldn't think I wouldn't think they're afraid of it. I mean, they've all faced it. They've all played it at some point in their career. They tend to back to square leg very often. They to square leg. Who was going to square leg? No, most of the batsmen tend to go to square leg. Well, I mean, I look. I I haven't seen that. I mean, I wouldn't want to be seeing that. I'd be very disappointed if I'm mm-hmm. seeing that. I mean, the guys that I know, I mean, they certainly don't lack courage. I think what you've got to do, you've got to have a method. You know, if you're, it's not easy facing fast bowling. Anyone will tell you that. And even mm-hmm. the players who play it well, well will tell you that. It's not easy. Um, and it does take courage, but it also takes technique and a method. And, and I think your preparation leading into a series where you know what the opposition is, right? You know what bowlers they've got before you play them. You know that the wicket... Uh, I mean, even when I was working with the West Indies, we knew that St. Lucia was generally the quickest, bounciest wicket in the Caribbean. So you've got the quickest, bounciest wicket and one of the best attacks in the world. You're going to be really tested, right? So you have to do something in those weeks leading up to those test matches to have those batsmen balls firing past their nose, up into their chest, and, and, and work at a method for how you're going to defend it and how you're going to score against it. Because you've got to combat it. That's what you're going to have. So... Um, look, only, only they know what they did leading into that. Um, but for me, if you're going to give yourself the best chance of winning against that team, you've got to do something slightly out of the ordinary. Just facing your run-of-the-mill, having your run-of-the-mill net isn't going to be enough, in my opinion, to beat that team on that type of pitch. Well, Dr. Ford has joined us. Dr. Good evening to you. Um, just before you come in, of course, a little bit later on, Toby, I want to look at the, the individual players and, and the challenges in terms of their techniques you are someone that is well qualified to look at that. Uh, but, but just before Doctor comes in, why is it that we're doing so poorly in T20s? I mean, we are the defending champions. You know, for a long time we've been saying, look, the guys, you know, in terms of test cricket, maybe not at the best and the ODIs, but we always used to uh, hang on to the T20s. But nowadays we're losing. Why is that, Toby? Can you tell me? Well, I, I think, look, every team is, every team analyzes um, its opposition. And uh, there's plenty of footage out there now of, of how West Indies' best players score mm. their runs, how they bowl. Um, a lot of the opposition play with them in teams in the IPL and other teams around the world, so they know their strengths and weaknesses. So, you know, in the same way that West Indies are trying to analyze and outsmart the opposition, they're doing the same to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, look, personnel have changed, haven't they? I mean, I think back to, well, I'm going back a long time now, but 2012, I think it was when I was, you know, fortunate enough to be the team that won in, um, in Sri Lanka when we won the World Cup. You know, some of those badgery was outstanding with the new ball as a leg spinner. Right. We had Narine at his best. You know, you, you look at it, you, you look at the team. It's changed gradually over time. I mean, it's still got some match winners in there. Russell coming in the middle order, still a world-class middle. There are world-class players in there. Some are, some are a little bit older now than they were then, maybe not as quick between the wickets, not as sharp in the field. So 
So you've got to look at each individual position. Have players slightly waned in certain areas? Is, is you know, Dwayne Bravo the same player he was six, seven, eight years ago? Is he as sharp as he was then? You know, he's got all the skill level. Is he quick in the field? Is he sharp with the bat? You know, those are questions you'd have to ask. Um, you know, and I don't know the answers, but you, you'd be looking at each of those things to see where each player is at to fulfill the role that you're putting them in in the team. Dr. Ford, good evening to you, sir. Uh, hi, good evening, Andrew, and, and good evening, Toby. And good evening. How are you? We've been talking about tests. We've been talking about T20s. You know, there's so much to discuss on, on both ends. But I, I will come back to the T20, but let's go back to the test uh, just a little bit. Uh, the, there was a question that I, that I asked uh, one of our guests uh, last week, which, which was, um, if we have a cadre of players that seem to have adjusted to playing quicker bowling when England was here just over two years ago, uh, is there any residual knowledge uh, carried forward uh, two years later? I know, I know the attacks aren't the same, but they're of similar quality, and the, the methods and the competence seem to have reduced quite a lot over that period. So is it that you can have a decay, or is it that you have to keep working on it? Uh, why do you think we, we would have thought we had gone somewhere, and, and now we find that, that we haven't? I think you. I think I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think you've got to keep working on it. I, I think I'm a, I'm a huge believer that it's how you prepare and how you practice. And you you obviously you get the footage of their bowlers before the series. You look at how they bowl, lines, the lengths that they bowl, the sorts of fields that they set. How do they get their wickets? What is their wicket taking delivery? And, and, and as a player, and certainly as a coach, you, you're handing this information on to players so that they are, they've got everything. In their, in their sort of armory to get out for battle, to be ready to, to perform in battle. Um, so all the stuff is there. You're, you're then, once you've got all that knowledge, it's then about how you use your practice days. And I come back to making sure that everything is specific to the opposition you're coming up against. You know what Robada bowls, the lines and lengths. Nocky's obviously, obviously got pace, so you're preparing for that pace. The short ball, I think, and the, the quick ball on bouncy surfaces, as I said before, you know, um, you know, you look back to Desmond Haynes, Gordon Greenwich, Richard Richardson, Viv. I mean, these are players who played the short ball brilliantly well anywhere around the world, whether it's in Australia, at Perth, or in the Caribbean. That does it. We don't seem to have that same ability across the board now. Obviously, some play it better than others. And, and then you're wondering why. Is it because pitches have changed a bit in recent years? Is it because not as much work is being done on it? The players are not being tested on it, are not practicing it. So when they are coming up against it, they're falling a little bit short. Um, and it's like anything. If you're doing it day in, day out, and playing it day in, day out, um, you're going to get better. So you've got to find a way to practice it. Some players don't want to practice that way. But as a coach, you've got to make them practice that way because it's your job to prepare them for the game that they're going to play. You know, some players want throwdowns and they want to feel good and look good, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to get runs in the game because, you know, the blokes are going to try and knock your head off in the match. They're not going to bowl your half volley. So practice has to be tough to get you ready for battle. And it's a battle, whether you like it or not. It's a battle and it's, it's a tough place out there. But, but as a coach, you, you receive a player, sometimes a player you don't know well. The player has a perception of, 
of his competence to short bowling and also a method. You may have yeah. a player who's on the short ball. You may have a player who likes to duck uh, and watch it. Uh, yeah. But do you, as a coach, try to work with the player's uh, competence? Let's say if he's a player that takes on the ball, do you encourage him, even if he gets out playing the shot? Or do you try to, to make him better? And do you try to, to bring on the others who have who have difficulty with that specific delivery? I, I think everyone plays in a slightly different way. And, um, you know, it's about them being effective. And in test cricket, I mean, we all know that that Shiv wasn't a hooker really or a puller. Shiv would sort of ride the ball, he'd get under the ball, he'd bat a long time and he'd wear people down. And that was Shiv's method. And then we know that Brian Lara, if he bowled short to Brian Lara, he could end up over the stand. So there were two different ways of playing, but both, both great players in their own right. Top, top quality international players. So as a coach, you're, you, you've got to understand the player. What is their successful method? Is their method successful? Now, what we're talking about here is are some of these players, are they actually being got out by the short ball? And actually, it's not always the short ball that gets the wicket. You know, we all know that quick bowlers, the whole idea of the short ball isn't always to get the wicket. It's to get the batsman thinking on the back foot, to be looking for the short ball. Then they go fuller. You're slow getting forward. They hit you on the pad, the LBW. You're late getting forward. You nick off to slip. So actually, the short ball is used to pin you back then got fuller, which is what the Australians do you know, on their quicker surfaces and what the South Africans do on their quicker That's how they bowl. Um, mm-hmm. And as a coach, you're always encouraging players. doesn't matter how many balls you've had going past your head, the next ball can be full. Be ready to get back into that next ball because it could be full. Uh, in the modern-day game where you have the, you have helmets, uh, chest protection, forearm protection, um, you know, the, the concept of being hurt is kind of muted a bit because you have all this protection. So what, what is the psychology that makes the player not look at a ball and, and kind of, you know, take evasive action but not watch the ball? Is, it, is there, are players drilled to always watch the ball no matter what? Yeah, understand. I mean, the first thing you look to do when it hits the deck hard is, you know, it's pace short is to look to play. And then when you see the ball really climbing steeply, you drop the hands or you decide you're going to ride it or whatever. But you look to play because if wickets are a little bit up and down, you know, the, the last thing you do is drop your hands straight away, find it doesn't bounce, and then it hits you on the side of the head. So you look to play. And then when you find it's getting too steep to control it, you drop the hands and you sway inside it or outside it and get underneath it. But the, the, the first thing is to look to play and to look to get close to the ball. I mean, that's always what you're coaching young players. And, and this look, this comes back. This may be a deeper-rooted earlier issue. This might be something that needs to be starting schools, clubs, you know, long before my time. But from what I understand, you know, people used to be playing on the beaches of the Caribbean and the ball would be skidding off the, the slightly damp, you know, bit of the bottom, and it would skid off. And it, in those environments, you kind of learn. You just learn your method. You know, I'm sure the likes of Richie Richardson and Viv would have been brought up in some of the streets where the tennis balls are whizzing past their ears. And they almost coach themselves. They learn this ability to play. And then when it becomes, you know, you take that into the nets or the cricket pitch, they've actually honed their skills in the backyard or on the beach. And, you know, if that's not happening as much, where where the young players learning those skills now that, that, that we take for granted looking back 20, 30 years to the, to the greats, you know? What is your comment or, or view of, 
of our team not being able to pass 200 on four attempts at home. I mean, it's runs at its time. So, yeah, so but it, look, it, it, it is. It is. And I've read comments where people are talking about fitness, and clearly fitness plays a part. But these same players, no one was talking about their fitness when they were batting for a whole day in Bangladesh. The same players in really hot, sticky weather in Bangladesh, and I know because I work out there. Um, you know, no one was talking about the fit. This was technique. This was technique exposed by high-quality fast bowling on West Indies, probably fastest, fanciest pitch, more more, more tricky pitch. So it, it, it's it's batting that was exposed, and we have to be honest about that. And we say, look, if we're going to have South Africa again in six months' time, same team on the same pitch, how are we going to be any better? And the only way you can get better is going away and, and, and being honest about where your deficiencies are, and we're going to work on it, and this is how we're going to work on it. We're going to get all the bowling machines of the Caribbean. We're going to make sure they're working. We're going to get the ball coming down at 85, 90 mile an hour until we learn to get a method to defend it and to score off it, and we're comfortable against it. And look, at the end of the day, bowling is short, hard work for the bowler. If he knows you're comfortable against it, eventually he stops bowling it. But if he knows, if he knows he's got you, pinned on the ropes every time he goes short, you've got to carry on bowling. Sooner or later, you're going to fall over. Um, so once you're competent, they won't carry on bowling there. And that's what my message to every batter I work with. Once you're competent in there, they'll go elsewhere. They'll bowl full. And you can show them those lovely cover drives you've got and those lovely clips through midwich and all those lovely shots that you want to play. But if you can't play on the back foot at international level on fast wickets, they're going to keep bombing you. And that's what they'll do until you can show you can do our special guest, of course, is Toby Radford, who is with us all the way. I believe you're in, you're in England, are you, Toby? I'm in I'm in Cardiff at the moment, Wales. Okay, wonderful. And of course, you would be very happy. Sunny with Cardiff. Yeah, we'd be happy with England's win uh, today against uh, the mighty Germany. Yes. I'm sure you are, uh, Toby Radford, the yes. former West Indies um, batting coach, certainly uh, talking to us and looking at techniques. So I certainly want to look at some of the individual players, but when we look back at the game today, when you do an assessment of the game, we note with interest that Holder came at three, um, Hetmeyer started, we saw Simmons come into the side, uh, Poran, well, I don't know if you can say demoted, he didn't bat at the normal position. Uh, were you surprised by these changes, Holder coming at three today? Yeah, I've not seen Jake bat that high up. I don't know whether the thinking was there, someone who could potentially bat um, you know, and play longer into the innings. Maybe they were trying to put someone to, rather than hitter, 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 put someone up there who could maybe bat 10, 15 overs and actually, you know, almost see the team home, you know, uh, which perhaps they didn't do in the game before. Also, I mean, looking at it, there's a nice mix of right and left-handers. And I think potentially, you know, if you lose a right-hander, you stick the right-hander in. So the opposition are always bowling at the right and left messes up the bowler's lines, fielders are always having to change position. So it becomes quite difficult for fielding sides if you've always got that right and left. And, you know, West Indies, with the number of left-handers they've got, it's quite easy for them to mix it up, stick a Jason, then you can have a Puran coming in, you've got a Simmons or whatever. You can really mix the right and the left. And I note that when Gale played, um, he, he actually batted at three does that surprise mm. you, Gail Well, yeah, I mean, you know, he's, he's been one of the world's best, but if not the world's best in this format, you know, going in at the top. So, but I'm sure there have been discussions. I mean, there would have been discussions with the captain and the coach. Mm. They would be thinking behind it. Uh, I'm not privy to, obviously, to what goes on in those discussions and what the thinking is. 
Um, so when we see it, you know, when I see it the same as you and, and, and your listeners see it, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of wondering what the, what the idea is behind unless, you know, unless we hear interviews, we don't really know uh, what the, what the tactics were with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And in terms of Gail, would you take him to the World Cup, Toby? Well, yeah, I mean, you've got to with him. I mean, look, there's no doubt when he's firing, he's still, and he's still capable of firing. He's, you know, you've still got a world-class player. The difficulty, obviously, with Chris is that he's got older and he's got his few aches and pains. It's harder in the field, and you've got to weigh up with him what he potentially costs you in the field in what is a very dynamic, I mean, it's hugely um, dynamic game for T20. Mm-hmm. You've got to dive around the boundary. You've got to stop every run you can. Like tonight, you see games go down to one run, win or lose by one run. Mm-hmm. So what you save in the field is huge. You've got to weigh up what you might lose in the field with the mm-hmm. likes of Chris, even Dwayne Bravo, some of these slightly older players who've been world's best. You know, let's not forget that. They've been world's But everyone gets slightly slower as they get older. I know that because I'm near 50 and I'm getting slower. But, you know, you've got to weigh up what you lose in the field with him. But what the, what can you win? If he's, still, if he's still winning your matches with the bat, then you're prepared to put up with what you might lose a little bit in the field or running between the wickets if he's still knocking it out the park. If he's not knocking it out the park and you're losing some of those runs, mm. then you might have to leave him out because he's going to, obviously going to be slow between the wickets and he's not going to stop as many balls in the field. So that's the decision-making, isn't it? And so, Toby, you will take Gale to the World Cup? I would have him in my squad because I think what he brings with his experience, his potential, mm. not, he doesn't fear anyone. Uh, mm. And he's been there and done it all, everywhere around the world. He's won World Cups, mm. you know, a few of them. So th- there's nothing Chris hasn't done, right? right? And I think he also brings something to when he's there, mm. all that experience is going to help some of the younger players. So I would always have him there in that squad. Mm. You, you might not even start him in the first first game or two, right. but if things aren't firing, you, you bring him in because you know he's tried and tested. He's mm. done it all before. Would you say he's under decline? Worryingly under decline. He would be a freak if he wasn't in the decline because I think when you get his age now and physically where he would be at, it, it's not possible for him to be as sharp as he was eight, ten years ago. Um, you know, so, but, but a Chris Gale, even mm. if he's slightly on the way, mm. Chris Gale is still, is still an outstanding player, mm. even slightly on the way. He's better than so, so, you, so, you, so are you ca- carrying Gale to the World Cup on reputation? I would take him on his ability to still perform. Okay. I, I think he's still got match-winning performances okay. in him. And what, what I would be doing is weighing up if I played him in my first team mm. based on where his fielding's at, how fast is he between the wickets, mm. is he costing me runs in the field and between If he's not doing that, he's a, he's a certainty in the team because he's still a, mm. a world-class batter. What about Andrew Russell? You happy with him? I, 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 th- I think Russ, Russ for me, um, is, is a match-winner with the back. I think with the ball, he can be expensive. Mm. Um, you know, he's, he's got that sort of nice skiddy pace. And if he's slightly off because of his, his little bit of pace and skiddy, it's not fancy pace, I think you can actually, he can actually travel a little bit. Mm. Um, you know, on another day, on another wicket, he could get two or three quickly because he's got a little bit of zip. But if he's off, he can travel quite quickly. So, it's, again, it's that bit of a trade-off. But as a batter, mm. I mean, he's fantastic coming in. In that you know that place where Sammy used to come in and uh, very destructive in that middle order. But but of course, Toby, he's got to stay fit. He's got absolutely. Mm, that's, a big problem, you know? that's a big yeah, problem, you know. That's a big problem. Look, he, well, Russ was in that squad 2012 when we won. So you know, it's his nine years on. Mm. He's played a lot of cricket since yeah. then. He obviously had knee issues. Um, 
you know, you're getting them out there strapped, strapped up and band-aids and, and bandages everywhere. Mm. Um, these are discussions though, that the coaches and the management and the captain will, uh, will be having with the physio and, and the medics to say, look, where's he at? And, and with him, you know, what do you think you're capable of doing? Can you play get day after day? Do you need gaps in between? Uh, I read this week Owen Morgan saying that Chris Wokes as fine a player as he is. He said he can barely play two days back to back, you know, because of the amount of cricket he's had. So naturally, you know, international cricket is hard work, all the travelling, long days on the field, you know, day after day for years. It takes its toll physically. It's, it's mm. hard work for them. So Gail and Russell in your squad for the World Cup? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. No. Just before Dr. Ford comes in, I know he's making um, some, some notes like red plastic bags. Um, but in terms of Nicholas Poran now, are you concerned? Because in recent times, he's dipped in form, Mr. Poran. Yeah, no, I, um, I think all the world's best dip in form. I mean, um, I, I don't know why. I haven't really sort of studied it to see why. I, I think he's a huge talent for um, I think he's a... Um, I've always been highly impressed by him. The first time I met him, it was very clear to me when he used to walk to practice, mm. he always came with a purpose. He always knew what he wanted to get out of a practice, which you don't always see with young players. I thought he had a really um, wise head on his young shoulders at that point. And, and, and look, you know, we all go through dips where we're not playing particularly well, things aren't working. Uh, you might be getting out in strange ways. But I know his talent is there still, and I'm sure he will turn it around because I think he's a hugely talented player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and he's a big thinker of his own game, and he'd be as disappointed as anyone when he's not firing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like, I'm very confident that he will um, he'll come back to his, um, to his best ways again. So well, I'm very confident. Had didn't play in the first two matches. Uh, surprise you? Well, I don't look. I don't know what's going on with Hetty, but I just following it from where I do in England. I can see, you know, sometimes he's not getting picked. I see stuff in the media about his fitness. Mm. Uh, Hetty's always carried a little bit of weight. He's always had that little bit of a spare tire around his belly. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what he's eating down there in Guyana, <laughs> uh, but he's, some he's good, always some good old Guyana always, rotis. <laughs> mm. so he's always been. He's always been an outstanding natural talent with the bat. He's a mm. frustrating player because he can be brilliant one minute and then lob one up the deep square leg the next. And and I think what everyone wants from Hetty is just maximise your potential because your ability is so good. You know, go and win matches for the team. Go go and go and be really consistent and win cricket matches. Um, you know, and, and don't always play the ego. Don't always play if you hit two boundaries. Don't feel you've got to clear the next one as well. Play the game, win matches, because he's a very, very competent player. Uh, and him and Puran, you know, two outstanding left-handers. Um, so I, I, I'd like to see Hetty get a little bit fitter and show that he's got that real drive to get fit because mm. it'll help his all-round game and his mm. fielding and everything that goes with it. Mm. Um, and as I say, just become a little bit more consistent with his decision-making mm. uh, so that he plays whatever surface he's on and whatever opposition he's up against. Against Because at the end of the day, it's about, it's about as I say, it's about winning matches. I know it's interesting that they brought back good old Fidel Edwards. Um, would he be in your plans, Fidel Edwards, going forward? Toby? I, look, I haven't seen enough of him bowling recently. I've seen him at times um, playing in the UK over the last few years. I mean, great Yorkers, gets it full, swings it, mm. uh, still quite skiddy. I don't know his fitness situation, um, but, you know, whether he can get to a run of games if you're going to take him to a tournament. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, most of the, most of the, the people we've talked about here, 
uh, certainly on the bowling front, uh, you know, it's coming down to fitness and where they stand physically. Um, I mean, even in the test side, just following Shannon Gabriel, you know, was on and off the field, didn't bowl long quotas, um, didn't seem to knock people over the way he has been in recent years. So, again, fitness issues. So, um, you know, what's being done between series to make sure these guys are fit, uh, their rehab work, all the work that um, that is needs to done needs mm-hmm. to be done to uh, to get them on the field and performing. Mm. Just before Doctor comes in, my final question to you: What about Pollard, the captain? Is he doing enough with the bat? In um, well, time? at the moment he's not getting runs, is he? But I think if you look back over other series, he has got runs. Um, you know, I'm not going to question Polly at all. Um, mm. I think his his general record in 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 T20, you know around the world in, in, in competitions and, and for the West Indies has been excellent. Uh, he, he's a good leader. Um, he's a confident guy. I think he, he, he knows T20 cricket inside out. I think what you've got to, I think with T20, right, I think we all have to understand and appreciate the nature of the game. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. You're not going to win them all. Uh, my bigger concern would be the test cricket where we've just lost at home 2-0 um, you know, against the seam attack, where we lost, I think, 2-0 in New Zealand against the seam attack, where we lost in England against the seam attack. That, to me, is a much deeper problem than losing the occasional T20 game, because we do win, and I think the nature of T20, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. Test cricket, we, we generally have been collapsing regularly against half-decent seam attack. So that, for me, is a much deeper, bigger problem that needs solving. All right, when we come back, of course, we're going to have Dr. Andrew Ford. He's going to continue uh, to question Toby. I know, Toby, you've got to go pretty soon and get some rest and prepare for England's quarterfinals. Um, Good win there, of course, against uh, Germany. Watch the game, a wonderful performance there um, by England. But, of course, we've got to pause for a business call. Yes, while we pause for a business call, just want to tell our listeners that West Indies went down today by one run. Set 167 for victory. They ended with 166. Not a good situation to be in. They are now trailing the series. Two matches to one. Can they come back and win the next two matches? Or two games is possible, but it's more difficult. Lots of things didn't go their way today. To restrict the South Africans to that low score, I was hoping, and then I was hoping, but I believe South Africa would have gotten about 180. They were able to curtail them 267. Let's see if Andrew's back. Are you? No, not not today. Um, so <laughs> the, the, the ICC rankings uh, has South Africa at number six, and we're at number ten. Mm. So uh, from that, it would suggest that South Africa should be a difficult prospect for us. But you mentioned something which has has struck a chord with me, which. Uh, dealt with some of our players being involved in the T20 World Cup in 2012. Mm-hmm. And if we look at the teams that participated in 2012, teams like South Africa have, have totally new players, 
and teams which have players from 2012 have incredibly talented players. Like India might have three or four, and the likes of Kohli and Ashwin, maybe if he can make it. But what I mean is the players that have persevered over that nine-year period are extremely uh, talented and high-quality players. Uh, when you have a look at some of our reserve players that are still there, you have Fidel, who is on the periphery. Uh, looking at Andre Russell as a physical specimen is looking at a, a player who's deteriorated a great deal and who is, has put on a lot of weight in, in the middle. And even looking at Pollard and looking at Gale with his stiff gait and lack of motion. So the question is, by, by keeping six players from nine years ago, and pushing the envelope compared to other teams, and these six players not being in the, the peak physical uh, specimens years ago, are, are we made, is that formula probably just asking a bit too much when you look at world cricket and what others think? Mm. Well, as I said before, I mean, T20 is hugely dynamic. I mean, you've got to be able, pretty much all 11 men have got to be able to race around that field, diving, stopping walls on the boundary. I mean, you see some of the fielding now in, in World Cup. It's phenomenal. You know, the catches they take where they're almost they're well outside the boundary. You have to be agile. You have to be quick. You have to be mobile. Um, and, you know, there's clearly a concern here with some of those players, whether they can actually still deliver that. Um, and these are, these are tough decisions that the coaches and the management, the selectors will have to make. Um, because you may be able to carry one or two of them, as I said before, and as long as those players are delivering, if they're a bowler, who might not be 100% fit, but if he's knocking people over, you can allow for it a bit. If, they, if it's a batsman who's scoring big runs, you can cater for a bit. Where your problem comes is if they're not delivering their main suit. If they're not doing that and it's costing you a bit in the field, then for me, you want a very dynamic team. Um, and look, th these are probably decisions with some of these players that needed to be made over the last couple of years. Um, if your core is, is a very old player core, you're obviously losing a bit on that, that dynamism, the fitness, the fielding. The running between the wickets, and you're also potentially blocking out, you know, maybe someone, a, a good youngster who would give you all of those things. So, you know, these are, these are tough decisions that have to be made. Um, thankfully, I don't have to make them, but the, the selectors and the coaches and the management there do have to make them. But looking at the construct of the team that that was successful in 2012 and and then again, uh, there, there are some parts that seem to be missing. Um, one important missing link is the link spin, which mm. uh, Samuels was, the guy who could yeah. Yeah, brilliant. long innings and could change yeah. gear again, but stayed around. Uh, we also have the, the mystery spinner, and we, we don't have a spinner, we don't have a, a leg break uh, bowler, and we had a middle that consisted of all power hitting all rounders. So even though we've made a, we've Hung on to maybe six players, the construct of the team, that winning combination has been lost. So the thing is, uh, do you think you can be successful without being able to bowl out some opposition below scores and having those dynamic players? Do we, do we have the time to find those roles? in our squad. I, I, no, and I think you make a really valid point. I, I think what made that team really, you know, world champions was Badri was outstanding with, with, with his leg spin with the new ball. Very few, 
players around the world, opening batters, were used to seeing quality leg spinners take a new ball. And he would skid it on. And by the time they'd sort of got forward or back, it was on the pads, it was dot, dot. Pressure was building from ball one. Then you had, you know, as you quite rightly say, you had Narine's mystery spin. They couldn't pick him, let alone score off him. They were happy if they got four, five and over off Narine because they couldn't read it. You know, these were, they were big parts of what created that winning team. Uh, then that middle order, you know, the, the Sammy coming in and hitting Russell. There was a, the, the very tough, and and obviously Marlon was, you know, if you if you're 20 for three, Marlon would rebuild. I think back to the night when we beat Sri Lanka in Colombo. You know, really struggling. He got us back in the game, and then he took Malinga apart, got us to a winning score, and um, he, he, show, he showed how he could, you know, mm-hmm. play play both play both games so it was a team where everyone had their role beautifully worked out and we were they were quite unique in their roles and that, whether the side has that at the moment I'm not so sure it's still got Pollard's hitting it's still got Gales hitting it playing well you know it's still got bits in there but I don't think it's quite as uh, it's not Toby, quite as strong Toby a couple of WhatsApp messages coming in here one guy hi I'm listening here in Kingston Jamaica Gail, Bravo, Edwards all passed their best and we should move on. And as I said, we are not prepared. And the buck stops with Phil Simmons and Jimmy Adams. They both have to go. Your reaction to that, Tony Bradford? Well, I'm not going to get involved in that politics. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm out of that. I mean, that's their decisions for the board and, 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 and for everyone else. I mean, in terms of where the team is at, um, mm. it's, I mean, look, Normally, when sides are preparing for a World Cup, right, the, mm. the lead-in, the two years before the World Cup is when they start actually preparing that team. It's very difficult now. If you're still playing those older players now and people are saying, oh, you know, they shouldn't be going, they shouldn't be going, it's mm. almost too close now to blood other players. So if you were not going to take them, that should have been done in the last year. So the planning, you know, a good side plans well in advance. And they would say, look, in two years' time, we've got a World Cup. Let's start building our team. Mm. As I think Dr. Ford was saying, some of these other sides have done, where they've brought in a lot of new blood into some of these other international sides. So if, 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 if the West Indies were going to do that, they would need it to have started doing that in the last year or so. You can't leave that now for a few months before and suddenly say, well, hang on a minute, one or two of these maybe passed it. And that would be... Because the people you're going to bring in wouldn't be used to the environment. You've got to give them time to get used to international cricket, which is a heck of a step up. So, you know, if, if that were the case, I think the planning needed mm. to have been done a year ago and, and, and started to blood those players much, much earlier. Mm. Just, just before we bring in Philo Wallace, who's joined us, we're going to go to Buffalo, New York, and talk to uh, Darren Powell. Um, we haven't heard from him in a long Hello, Darren, how are you? Good evening, and thanks. I'm good. Well, that, you, that is a very powerful Jamaican voice there. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I am. I am okay. I'm, I'm enjoying the summer. You're enjoying the summer. All right. No. Yeah. Um. You obviously would have uh, done reasonably well for the West Indies in your day. Now. Uh, you're in Buffalo, New York, is it? So I am here. Um. For the past three years, working on a project. Um. In about three weeks' time, I can. Literally open the window a bit and, and inform you more, but for the most part, mm. things are shaping up good here for what my plans are, and um, I'm just keeping it simple for the time being, and then uh, let 
the, the, the goose out the back. Mm, okay. Um, you're, you're not a rice farmer because I know when you were in Jamaica, you were a rice farmer. I think you were counsel as well for the PNP. Is that right? Am I right? Actually, I'm still, I'm still in Jamaica. I moved back and forth. Um, okay. I'm still in my farming. Um, rice farming yeah, as no, well? I'm rice farming? Irish. Is it rice farming? Yeah, I do my Irish potatoes and, 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 and pumpkins and things. I still love it and do my big Oh, you are? Wonderful. Um, it's not like before because of, you know, ups and downs in life, but I'm mm. taking my time, building myself back, getting my composure back into society and and move forward the strength of God. Yeah, well, we're not going to keep you too much longer. Do you do you know a fellow called Philo Wallace? Have you ever heard of him? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That big man who hit my ball out the ground regularly. Philo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Philo, do you want to say hello to Darren Powell, who's in Buffalo, New York? Good evening, Darren. How are you? So nice to hear you. I am good. good. One of your fans is telling me I have to give her a shout out, but no, quite well. I have to give her a shout out. Right, right. So it's time for us now to learn to adapt quicker, quicker, play more smartly, 
and we can we can bring it home. Mm-hmm. We have the Brava is batting at number what nine, mm-hmm. and Brava yeah. is normally somebody who bats up by five or six. Right, to right. tell the strength of our team. Right, you know. So I don't believe it's much of a water to change the players. It's just for the players to change their mindset right. when approaching the mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren, do do you think the West Indies can win the World Cup? I have always have two teams that I was playing mm-hmm. when it comes to what ODI cricket. Yes. The team that I was in, if it's not us, I was looking for a Pakistan. Okay. Now the team has changed. Now it's now West Indies India. Mm, I see. And and, and, and would, you take, <laughs> would you take the old guys to the World Cup, Gail, Bravo, and, and Edwards? Fidel, would you take them? Would you have them in your squad? Well, the only thing I, I, I see differently in the team, which mm. is, is very lacking for me, is that out and out wicket taker, which is Alex, you know. Mm. I haven't seen one. And, 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 and since, since, I think, Badre, Badre was a special because he's the only one I see play international cricket, both the new ball with the back of the arm and the so consistently well. We can't look to find somebody to imitate him, but we need somebody who can take wickets. But mm-hmm. I'm not too flustered about Fidel or anything. I think Fidel is much smarter now too and experienced. Um, with Chris Gale again in the team, it is a, it's a plus. Mm-hmm. You don't really necessarily have to have Chris Gale or there as an opener or anything, but his presence in the team says a lot. Mm-hmm. And see. if you look at what we have in the test team, Mm. We have a lot of young guys, and we're not with that winning when they come under 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 good op- opposition. Mm-hmm. So I believe what we should have done for the past two years uh, after the world, the last World Cup was to blend in a lot of youngsters in between mm-hmm. games. But because of COVID nineteen, we can't too fast what is happening now. So we have to support these guys and wish them all the best. Darren, final question to you: um, Are you involved in cricket in any way at all? If, if I'm involved in? Yeah, in cricket in any way at all. In Jamaica or in, well, uh, or, or in New York. Are you involved no, in cricket at all? For the, for, for the longest while, I have, I have been wanting to be around some dressing room or the other. Right. Um, I've seen so many things and I don't want to be, you know, one of those persons who's just sitting on the side and critique or, or, or pull down people. I want to see if I right. can help to do things. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. It, it hasn't happened as yet. Um, I thought it was close last year, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm still here. I'm still observing who I can talk to. I talk to. Mm-hmm. And um, I play my game now and then. I am here in Buffalo playing some cricket also. Are you still playing? Said, Are you still playing, Darren? <laughs> really? <laughs> Are you still that? Are, Are you still that fit? Because I mean, we, 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 we knew you. To be very fit playing for the West Indies without any, any girth like some of us. No, I'm, 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 everybody's still wondering why I, I, I don't play. Even when I play in Jamaica, we play on a Masters team, which plays right. in the competitions with youngsters. And mm. Mm. Our team outperformed them still, and I think that's still going well. Wonderful. Um, do you want to get involved in any way in cricket in Jamaica at all? I'm going to speak to Billy Haven, my good friend. The, have you ever approached the Jamaica Cricket Association about helping there in Jamaica? Well, I was um, I was a part of the the, the JCA and I was president of Centers with Cricket Association and was director mm. um, under the first year with Miss Billy. Okay. It's just that hiccup I got into um, when I got in some mix up with that 
supermarket, a business dealer going to sour. Yes, yes, we um, know that. Yes. Push me back. Mm. And since after, since that, um, you know, it's like mm. I've been like trying to hold on the straw into the in, in, into water. Mm. But for the past two years, things are slightly coming back around. I'm trying to mm-hmm. get myself more involved in cricket. I don't want to just run back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year, I started making some headways in seeking, you know, to get into the teams we are playing into the CTL and stuff like that, trying to get even in uh, assistant coach something up. So, oh, yes, yes. But it didn't work out. So It didn't work out. I keep trying. Right. Yes. Well, well, I want to thank you, Darren Paul, for talking to us. It's really great to hear you. Um, your number was given to me, and in fact, in the promotion of the show, I said, look who we found all the way in Buffalo, New York. Darren Paul, the former West Indies fast bowler. Not bowler as fast as he used to. I know Philo used to hit you all at the park. I've seen Philo hit Wallace. Um, I hit you all at Sabrina Park and all that. And it's really a great pleasure to have you on Mason and Guest. And I hope the project works out for you and makes a million. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Of course, we just heard from Darren Powell, the former West Indies fast bowler, always gave um, a lot of effort, and it's always good to find these cricketers. Philo Wallace has promised me he's going to do an assessment of the situation of the game today and where West Indies cricket is at now. Van Bernholder, I know we've tried on several occasions to actually uh, get to Van Bernholder, but we will promise you that we're going to try and do that. But what? We're going to do now, we're going to pause for our business cause when we come back. We're going to hear from former West Indies, hardest and open batsman, Phil Wallace. Yes, you are listening to the Cricket Show, and we are bringing you the Mason and Guest. Just hope that you have heard the bad news today. West Indies went down to South Africa by one run. Set 168 for victory. They ended 166 when the allotted overs were completed. Not a good situation because it puts them behind in the series. Two matches to one. Can they do it? I believe they can. Lots of work in the batting. And the guys will have to use all the initiative, all their uh, brain to make sure that they can accomplish a task. task today was not uh, unsurmountable, but they, they let it go. Let it go. Another one got, got away. Second one got away. And the second test, T20 got away. And now the third one has also went the same way. Let's go back to Mason, see what he has in store for us. It's heart-wrenching. I I thought that muscle failure today, and that is muscle in the arms and legs, and then muscle in the brain of our Mm -hmm. batsmen. Oh, dear. Andrew, our batsmen, understand that. T20 cricket is not only fours and sixes. We had a good start from Lendl Simmons and Evan Lewis, as usual. Jason Holder came at number three. I don't know why. Only Phil Simmons and Pollard and those guys who were hitting tanks and tell us why. And then the Hetmar came at four. And Hetmar needs to understand you've, you, you've been given an opportunity 
Gail has been rested and Jeff Ledger has been rested and you've been given the opportunity. You need to, you need to grab that opportunity. I say, look, I really want to play cricket for West Indies. And it was not a difficult mm. target. But the South Africans were smart. Our batsmen just did not think well enough and long enough. Mm. And if you look at our batsmen, even Puran today, batting well. Even if they end taking up the ones and twos, the big shots come along, seem to play a, 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 a silly, a silly, silly shot. Nothing, a nothing shot, nothing shot, nothing shot. No folly, and then he's asking for a review, and yeah. then he's in his bag. Yeah. All he had to do was stand up straight and tap the ball into the leg side and get a single. Mm. You don't recognize batsmen there. You have to bring home the game to the team. And that is how they have to think. I am in, I'm going to stay in, I'm back long, I'll win this game. We've been in the toss. We've won the toss today. We decided to feel first on a pitch that's going to get sluggish. So it's going to get difficult when you're chasing. And there are certain shots that you do not play on sluggish pitches. So a lot of the cross batting shots today would not have worked. And the South Africans worked it out. If you look at it, they have a bowling plan. They keep their, their, their left hand off of Dr. Nassamji in the middle. The ball at top power hitters. And the ball for overs today for about 12 or 15 runs and pick up a couple of wickets. So they are planning their cricket. And I don't know if Phil Simmons and the think tanks are planning all cricket properly. But if he were planning properly, I would have had to bat at number three. Despite Simmons getting out early, Simmons goes first, mm -hmm. and then Lewis, I would have batted at match three. Right. It's his responsibility mm -hmm. to bat through that inning. Because we need to start giving him responsibility. I agree with Toby Radford. Let me say that, you know, obviously, we can't shift a lot of players now for this World Cup. Mm -hmm. World, this is July, you know. The World Cup is October, November mm -hmm. in the subcontinent. Sorry, in, our, in, in United Arab Emirates. So we cannot take people now and bring them into a T20 setup at the national level. So we have to be, these are the players I believe the selectors are going to take. Mm -hmm. I identify them. Mm -hmm. They're there. You, you see the leg finish down there. Bravo, um, Bravo is down there. Oxel is down there. The captain said he has a, he has 18 men down there. So I believe that those are the guys that the selectors are looking towards to take to the World Cup. So this is, this is a squad. Mm. So they have to now start packaging this talent together to get to get the ideal formula. I'm watching England, and England have their formula. England have their team worked out already for the T20 World Cup. With a minor few boys to come in, guys to come in. But I think they're still, they're still picking around. When you bring just a whole lot number three to there, and you're bringing a young head, Mark, it sends messages to me, not uncertain. And then oh. I'll captain. Mm -hmm. I watched Pollard today, Andrew. He's my friend. We were neighbors in Trinidad. He took guard. He has on spikes and he took off the veil. He made a mark by the crease and then one must be two feet up the pitch. I said, why did he go two feet up the pitch? He doesn't go late. My car will buy them. Mm. You, need to, you need to bat in a distance for you to access the ball. He batted about two feet over the crease and still advanced down the crease, down mm. the pitch. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. He made the ball got to him quicker. <laughs> it makes no sense at all. And I believe that Pollard, I believe that Pollard, Pollard needs to understand, look, you're a senior batsman in the team, and then you're batting your batsman, you're not the captain, you're a batsman. And you need to bat like a batsman. When we see you in, in the IPL, you do, you do your utmost best for your IPL franchise. You're leading West Indies cricket. You're defending champions of the T20 World Cup. You're right very low in the ICC rankings. But you have to be the one to lead in mm. your own here. 
not only in the field and set field, leave when you're batting. And today was a perfect opportunity for bowlers to leave the sheep home. And you know what he did? He let the sheep run and he went east and the sheep going west. Oh, now we're back to square one. I was told that South Africa was going to be the same too, you know. Really? I don't want South Africa to be just in the Caribbean. Yeah, we're going to get me 3 2. 3 2. I don't want it to happen. The people still in the test series. I think it come and beat us three two in the in the, 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 the best format that mm. we are supposed to be playing with the three twenty. Could be four one too, Philo. It, it, it could be four one. Huh? It could be four one. Well, it's four one. That game trouble. 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 trouble, trouble, trouble. But I think that we need to be more critical. Mm. We need to be more critical in our thinking, and we need to plan and execute properly. Mm. Should have should heads roll here, Philo. Should heads roll. Anyone should be called to account. Andrew, I've always questioned if Phil Simmons and Roddy Essick and, and, and the management team are, doing, are being appraised. Mm. Who is appraising them? And also the selectors as well. They need to be appraised. And who is appraising them? Or director of cricket. Who is appraising him? Mm. Tom Moody is here in England with Sri Lanka. He's director of cricket. There's no smiles on his face. You know, and Tom Moody says, no. oh, he's under the gun. Then he returned to Sri Lanka. The people want to know what went wrong in England. So I, the former Westies, we're going to stay hold of Westies. I would like to know what is going wrong with our cricket. And those guys who are involved need to answer the questions. And if they don't want, if they want somebody to ask them the questions, I will hold up my hand and do it. The first one right here in my office. Mm-hmm. But these guys need to understand that they have a responsibility. Our cricket is looking hard, Andrew. Mm-hmm. It is. But all we needed to say the run, you know. Yeah. We're we looking for a boundary. Mm, that was some common sense. Plain or common sense. Yeah, yeah. That's all. You see, we are custom playing Sit Me Too. Sit Me Too. See, that's all we had to play today. Mm, sit Me Too. Yeah. But our fellas just don't nobody seems to send out anything until man just take the time. Right. What were you doing? The South Africans bowled the plan. I listened to Nokia. Nokia said when he was bowling to Russell, he was forcing Russell to take the ball to the longer side. Right. But Russell won't hit to the short side. Mm. So that's why you hold out. Yeah. So they're bowling to a plan, but we're batting. So no. I think we need to be more strategic. strategic. As defending World Cup, defending World Cup champions, Andrew, mm-hmm. we need to be more strategic because Grenada's surface will be similar to what we're going to get in the UAE. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Toby, we need to plan properly. Toby? Uh, we, uh, we, yeah, we got a call, Toby. Just take this quick call. I know you got to go pretty soon. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. The lines are open now, so we're going to uh, look at taking as many calls as possible. Yes, hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. Um, I would like to say a very good evening. But oh, how are you? We regard uh, you. We regard you. <laughs> let me let me, let me hear something to say. Mm. So let's say if they want to be asked the questions, he will ask. Mm. You can imagine. I I regard you so much, Mr. Mason, and mm-hmm. all of your pursuit and effort. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you're behaving, mm-hmm. trying your best mm. to see. If we can get Westin's cricket come back as if, how do you think Desmond Haynes mm-hmm. and, and Sir Gordon will feel this evening? Oh, dear. When you look at yesterday's paper and see uh, South African Pacer Norjack mm-hmm. celebrate after bowling Westin opening Irving Lewis, I, I mean, I, I, I can't for the life of me. I just maybe 70 years old. You think I see a little bit of cricket back in here, there. Mm-hmm. When, when you had the Westin's, However, you swing, it was dominant and, and, and caliber of cricket. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to, I would like to, this is akin to 
Humpty Dumpty sit on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, and all the king's horses and all the king men trained the best to can get Humpty together again. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is appalling, heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. You right. know how many people in the Caribbean would have thrived mm-hmm. and enjoyed immensely the, the game of cricket. Mm-hmm. It is not a new law. It's a mess for your fine words to describe. Okay. I mean, I like to remain affable in the conversation, but, mm-hmm. but sometimes you, you got to. And I, I'm not bothering on indignance, but, but, but Humpty Dumpty. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, how much more? You know how long you've been trained on? Yeah, yeah, for a long time. Really yes, yes. Well, I want to thank you. You've got a heart. I regard you. Yes, I regard you as well. Well, well, well. well, I know that uh, Toby has got to go now. So, Toby, okay. Thank uh, you, yeah. final question to you. Um, yes. Are these guys strategic? When, yeah. when you look at a West Indies team batting and bowling, do you see strategy? Um, mm. Not always. Mm. Not, not always. <laughs> uh, hey, sometimes they can have plans and then under pressure, yes. they forget what they are. They don't think clearly. Ooh. Sometimes I'm not sure the plans are there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, look, I'm with Tyler. Um, for me, so much of this and about the best teams are well prepared tactically mm-hmm. and technically. They're well prepared. Right. Um, they, they can think on their feet, but they right. have a plan A. They have, they have a clear plan. I'm not always sure, um, just watching how we play at times in, in both formats, uh, that we have a clear plan and clear strategy for what we come up against. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it comes back to what we talked about earlier, preparation. Mm-hmm. Prepare, prepare to, uh, to succeed, not prepare to fail. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Toby didn't need you back. You, or if they call you tomorrow, Toby, would you say, I'm going to drop everything there in England and in Sri Lanka and, and come and help the guys? West, West Indies is my first love. Mm. Paradise. I'm going to get Dr. Shallow to call you and, and your very good friend, Ricky Skerritt, to give you a call tomorrow. You take the call? Would you take the call from these gentlemen? Yes, of course, I'll take the call. Always. <laughs> All right. Always. Toby, enjoy the rest of your night. We're past your bedtime. All right. Oh, lovely, lovely to have you. All right. Thank you very much indeed. Well, Toby has gone off to bed now. We're going to take some calls. The, the board, I'm told, is full. Hello. Welcome, Mason and guests. Peace be on to each Peace and everyone. Peace be on to you, Gail. How are you? Giving the creator thanks for a blessed day. And you? Talk to me. I'm okay. Uh, um, I want to say that we, for years now, we've been complaining all the time. My feeling is that Every match that West Indies lose, we need to take a percentage out of their match fees. Oh, dear. Well, then they wouldn't have too much money then. Well, I, but you don't want to lose your money, so mm. you were spreading up and fly right. And I, I, didn't, feel, I didn't feel good with um, the captain. The, these two matches we lost, you know what he's saying. I, I wonder if these guys go back and the coach um, sit with them and, and, and um, let them... Um, study the game right. when they when they when they lose or or even even um, each game that they play up there go back and watch it. I, to me, I salute the, the guys like South Africa, India, Pakistan, and those guys who come mm-hmm. with a, 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 a zest 
to win the match and love and love of the game. Right. I don't know what we are doing. And I, you know, last week I tried to get in and I was un, unable to get in. When mm. I, I call him Uncle um, Uncle Murray too, Derek. Oh, yes, yes, Uncle, he, Uncle Derek. Each time that you spoke to him and he spoke I, I, I totally agree with everything that he said. Right. Sorry, sorry that he said. Mm. And I want to say tonight too, mm. on behalf of my family and I, I, I know a lot of other people, um, deepest condolences expressed from my family and I on the passing of Honorable Mayor Motley. Brother, yes, Prime Ward, yes, his, yes. Yeah, his brother. Like it's very much on social media son. here, yes. It's a yes, sad, brother. sad thing. Yes, yes, I heard it this evening. Yes, yes, very, very sad. Divis condolences to her family, mm-hmm. and um, I send um, the messages off to my family overseas too. Anyhow, all the best to you all. Stay safe, and maybe that that this next thing for wrestling is to really win. Right. Because I don't want to lose the money. Right. Okay. Thanks, Gail. You're we welcome. keep saying that all the players, Gail, Bravo, Pollard, Russell, will help fine tune the young guns. Why is it not working on Hetmeyer? And for example. Poran, that's a, a WhatsApp message. We go to another one. This one, I am in Queens, New York. Listen, so tired of you guys criticizing every week. Find some positives to highlight, man. It's just a game of cricket. And I think that WhatsApp message was written with anger. Can we take a call? I think we can. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. Hello, good evening, Mr. Bill. Good evening to I, you. I also... Doctor Ford mm-hmm. and I, Philo I, Wallace, I, your favorite cricketer. Everybody, I I enjoy hearing Toby uh, present the rest of these. I really enjoy. Thank you very much for your support. Also, Phil, Phil, he gives a very constructive criticism. Right. So I hope I hope they could they listen and they was they could put that into pieces. Uh, that could be of help. But but I am I'm proud of our boys. You're proud. I wish we had get that one. Cause I, uh, I hear uh, about the sports. That is your brother, uh, Paul Besser. Who's this? Uh, 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 the sports this evening. No, um, no, 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 no. He, he's Paul Mears. I'm Paul Mason. Oh, okay. Well, he said that. Uh, <laughs> he, well, he said that, that, that there was, was six, there were 50 more. Yes, so for the last over. Yes. But I did hear, I did listen to hear him say what he had outplayed. But I well, the I, last, I, the, the last ball, the last ball was struck for six, but we fell short by yeah. one. But so I hear you say that. I yeah, hear you say that. But, yeah. but I was still proud, proud of our boys. They to put their head up. Right. That's what we are really still, we are still. But all the best attacks for that word, how that. Right. And, and keep listening, and, 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 and keep listening to Mason and Guest. Of course. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks. Let's take a, a couple of more calls, Philo. Someone is saying to ask Philo, what's become of Carlos Braffitt? Would you have him in the mix-up? Well, I know mm-hmm. noted journalist Edward Stewart is always talking about Carlos Braffitt, and he reckons he's been given a hard, hard deal. Let's go and take another call. It's ahead to 7:26 Eastern Caribbean time. Hello, welcome, Mr. Yeah. Good night. Good night to you. No sooner they the boomer. Say these fellas don't play consistent cricket. Mm. All you gotta do is keep the ball out of the wicket. Mm. <laughs> is that your is, is that your piece for the night? Ah. Mm. Let he, let he You're the poet, you know. You're the poet. 
let it underrate that. <laughs> mm. well, well, I, I, well, well, first of all, you, did, you didn't make any mistakes. It was too short to give yourself a 10. And now uh, the hard press, that, you know, what, you know I gave yeah. Desmond Haynes um, not of the 10 one time and ever since then he, he hasn't spoken to me. Um, so I, I, I want you to speak to me. So I would want to give you, based on what you just, I'd, I'd I, give you I, 6 out of 10. I kept it just as short as you were saying his body. Oh, my God. Well, based on that, then I'll give you seven. <laughs> Have a good night, sir. Really good work. All right. Let's take another call. Head into 7.30 Eastern Caribbean time. Hello. Welcome, Mason and Gens. Hello. Hello. Good night. Good night to you, sir. Good night to you on your panel. Sure. Right. I think Pollard is making a mistake. Why Pollard has been the toss? Mm. They have a world-class spinner, the number one spinner in the world, and if he can get worse. That's an interesting point you're making. It's, yeah, yeah because, because they feel, and you know, you know in cricket sometimes people uh, don't chase very well, you know. I, I like batting first. I like putting runs on the board. Maybe we could ask Philo Wallace about this. An interesting point right. the call is making, Philo. You want to respond to that? Right, he's he putting him in under pressure, man. Mm. Yes, Philo. Let him back first sometimes. No, it's not, oh, you lost my time. Mm. Let him back first sometimes. Yeah, let, 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 let Philo call it. What is the let down? My third, I third that foolishness. Mm, okay, thanks for your contribution, fellow. Well, as first of all, let me just offer some condolences to, to the honourable Mayor Montley and her family. Mm. All going well, and I, I know this is a, a time of, of deep uh, grieving. Right. And I just hope that you know they can find the strength mm. uh, to, to celebrate his life. Andrew, it baffles me. Grenada <laughs> National Stadium. Not a lot of cricket is played there. Right. You're playing five T Twenty games. They've gone on to a new surface in this T20 match. You saw how the first two T20, how the pitch played in the first two T20 games. You have your strength in batting. And you want that batting to bat on the pitch when it's at its best. And I think the, the pitch is at its best when you first start the game. Right. And it baffles me why Pollard is, is chasing when the pitch is at its worst. And they have a man here, Shamsi. Yes. And obviously, a lot of our batsmen don't seem to pick. No, no. And you need to try it. So, so if you're going to, if you're going to say well, bat, you're, you're telling South Africa to bat first. You, you're going to be able to, to get your best batsmen to bat Shamsi. But the best batsmen are not batting Shamsi, and Shamsi is, is, is so confident now. He's played, he's played three games, and he's picked up a, a bag of tickets, so he's confident. I believe that if you play on the pitch, if you bat first. Shamsi would not be churning the ball as much, and mm-hmm. it'd be an easy pick to get to get runs for mm-hmm. the best. Mm-hmm. We want to we want to chase totals when they got the best spinners, and when the guys take the pace off the ball, we can't get near the ball because the pitch is sluggish. Mm-hmm. If, even, so, if, even if we bat first and the guys load on the ball, the pitch still has them bodies, so the ball will still come out of the surface. Mm-hmm. So we can execute our big shots. Mm-hmm. So we, 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 I don't know why Pollard is. In the office, which I don't know if you believe. Yeah, no, you're right, Phil. It's so predictable. I mean, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. Put your runs on the board. Yes, man. I agree. I agree. And, and, and let those bowlers defend those runs. Mm-hmm. You've got to back the bowlers to defend what you make. Yes. And that is what Bogumo is doing. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Backing his bowlers to defend the 166 all the time. Yeah, that's true. Dr. Ford? Um. Hello, well, I think it reflects that the the brain trust believes that batting is our strength and that's why and that you know, that's why they want to bat last. But let me just ask you a question. Uh, outside of Evan Lewis, Fletcher has looked uh, one of the better batsmen. Turan has been struggling for the last few months and Fletcher can we keep. Why do you think uh, Fletcher 
sat this one out while Puran mm. continues to get a run when he really thought you, re- thought you really want me to answer that right now? You I don't would. know why? You know why? Don't. Because I was surprised when Fletcher dropped today. Because I would have dropped Puran and let Fletcher keep wicked. Mm-hmm. But Puran had booked then Puran is vice captain. He's from TNT. The captain is TNT. The coach is TNT. So Puran will keep his player. And I think these things are wrong because Fletcher was fighting the other day. And he can keep wicked. So that's what I keep saying that the selections are baffling me. The selections are baffling me of how we are planning our or team. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I would have kept Fletcher and put Puran down, Puran to the next to practice today. Mm-hmm. Then look to bring back Puran on Thursday. Yeah. Lo- lo- give Fletcher a break. A lot, of calls, a lot of calls, the board is full and being told we need to take some calls. And of course, when Ken Husband yeah. gives me an instruction, you have to follow it. Is that right, Ken? Very, very true. Good evening to you, Philo. Good evening, Mr. I I am doing well here, trying to keep, trying to keep uh, <laughs> this, this, this young boy here in Ashes. <laughs> often time I have to say to him, often time I have to say to him, steady thyself, rash you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a call. Hello, welcome, Mason and Good night. Good night to you. The ladies are um, calling. You have seen the backbow today. The backbow today? Yeah, but well, well, why would you why would you say that? Yeah, it's the backbow and the stars on the way by one. Oh, yeah, we're winning another game. You, you, you're winning. We, we're going to win. So there are two matches left now. We're down 2-1. Uh, we're going to win. On Thursday? And then we're going to yeah. win on Saturday too? I don't know, but we know they're going to win the next one. Mm, all right. All right. Well, it's always good to hear from you. What part of Barbados are you calling from? Um, Miss Parrish. I'm Eagle Michael. Oh, you're an Eagle Hall person? Yes, please. Okay, so that means you know Mike King, the noted journalist. All right. Thanks for your yeah. contribution. Let's take another call. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. Hi, um, good night. Um, good night to you. Andrew. Yes. Yeah, good night to your panel and good night to um, Fellow. Yes. Especially good night to Fellow, all right? Especially good night. Um, I am very disappointed in the way we're in this place there. Trying to find the right thing that they were, in a, they were in a position to win the game. Mm-hmm. And I think that our players, our batsmen, don't think the cricket, don't cal- calculate the cricket. I, I, I think that, I mean, like, we're playing 20, 20, and we're looking like everyone hit six and a fours. Yeah. You don't have to be yeah. six and a fours. You know what I mean? You could calculate and get ones and twos. We're in a position where we could get ones and twos. Mm. Just to see how soft and how soft Africa plays. So, I can bet you, if you look and see how much sixes hit from South Africa, how much fours hit from South Africa, how much fours how much sixes hit from West Indies, and mm. fours hit from West Indies, mm. you would see West Indies hit more sixes than South Africa, more fours. But we right. still lose the game. Right. South Africa was pushing the ball around, getting ones and twos. If the case is, I guarantee you, the only one that will lose this game today is West Indies. I can mm. put six grandmothers to play this game against South Africa in the position I was in to win the game. Six? You know, we can't do the same thing over and over. Mm. You know, so, and then, again, I, I, I support Philo 100%. Mm. The, 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 the management, the management. I, I ain't seen nobody out there trying to mess with nobody with the kids Philo to be above the run rate, get the manners, get the one, the mm. two, you know, and pace the game with the kids. Yeah. You know, Jason Waller. Play a shot. I mean, there's all call for. And he batted at three, too. He batted at three, yes. yes. You know yes. what I mean? I, they, 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 so we, we just spinning pot and mud. We're saying the same thing over and over with cricket. Yeah. We need a head. Bethany's cricket need a head doctor. What we call a head doctor? Mm. We need a head doctor. No. Because these, these fellas ain't thinking cricket. Mm. You know what I mean? This ain't international, international level. Ain't thinking cricket. It's one thing having a good team from paper. 
you also have a, t- I have, to have a team with Brian. Right, okay. All right, thanks for your contribution, Carla. Yeah, Getting right. very hot. Of course, yeah. uh, we head towards 8 o'clock at 7.35 now. Uh, you can send us your WhatsApp message at 253-4679. The board is very full, and I've got several WhatsApp messages to read. Uh, there's also one coming in before we say hello to uh, Roland Hole, who's joined us. Um, this one is coming from Guyana. Hi, I'm in Georgetown, Guyana, listening to uh, the program, and I am very disappointed with the West Indies performance. I want you to ask Phil Wallace if he thinks that Hetmeyer is a good enough player to be a regular member of the West Indies team. Hello? Andrew, I, I think that Hetmeyer is a good enough player to be a member of the West Indies team. But I think that Hetmeyer needs help. I don't know if he has reached out to any of our former greats for help or if the management team has asked him reach out or anything or they're trying to help it. Right. Because I, I this is a young man that has a lot of ability, talent to be captain on, on the nineteen teams of youth world cup. Because he has leadership skills. And that is why I said earlier he should have bought that number three and give him mm-hmm. the responsibility. I think that we need to put responsibility on Hetmer so he can start to mm-hmm. behave like a mature person. Ghana has made him debt uh, vice captain to Leon Johnson, mm-hmm. a very good leader in the region. So that is a step to help him to mature. He's in the West Indies cricket territory now, and he should be he should be, he should be dealt with accordingly. Because when you look at it, he is the future of our batting. He's out at the moment because of certain things. He needs to correct those things, and I hope that this at the least let him speaking to him. He's a native Danese like himself. Speak to him and keep letting him know all is not lost. You just need to tighten up to certain areas and get your focus back on West Indies cricket firm and proper. Mm-hmm. He has the talent. I believe he, 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 he belongs there. Mm. He has to work mm. to stay there. No, we, we, we got Roland Holder join us. Roland, good evening to you. How are you this evening, sir? I know you've been a very busy man. How are you, Roland? Roland? I think you should have Roland there. Hello, Roland. How are you? All right. Uh, think we... Roland? Yes, okay, yes, we got, we, we, uh, yeah, yeah, we got him now. Um, R- R- Roland Hall, the former West Indies cricketer, you must be very disappointed about the way the T20 series going at the moment. Roland? Well, Andrew, we played two games and we have won one, lost two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a 15-game series. Mm-hmm. While we are playing South Africa in five games, we also have uh, five matches against Australia and five against Pakistan. So I, I, I gather the team is trying to, to find its way to settle on the best combinations, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all work in progress. Um, where did we go wrong today, Roland? Roland? Well, the simple answer, Andrew, is that we lost by one run. I think that's where we went wrong. Oh, so that's that's the answer to the question. It, to be quite honest, I actually didn't get to see a lot of the game. Okay, you're busy. To, I'm actually trying to sort out with Australia, so I have I didn't see a lot of the game, saw bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. I honestly cannot say mm-hmm. where we went wrong, but um, I don't think it's my place to say where we went wrong. Okay, 
Now, talk about Australia. Um, every, uh, plans are um, going well in terms of the Australians coming to the Caribbean? Andrew, there seems to be a, a bit of a feedback, a bit of an echo. Um, yeah. Not sure what's happening. Mm, okay, uh, okay. I'm asking. Um, I know that uh, Ken Husbands, our top engineer, will ensure that everything is okay. I was asking about Australia. You say you're making plans for Australia. Everything is uh, in shape, and the guys are. When are the Australians arriving? Hi, Andrew. I'm here, but they're, they're in the background, so I'm hearing your introduction again. Right. Okay. Um, is it possible that we can call you um, um, on your, your, your number there in, in Antigua? Can we sure, do that? Ahead, okay, let's do that because we, we don't want any yeah, challenges. Sure. I'm going to give Ken your number so you can give him a call. We'd be quite interested to find out what's happening uh, in terms of Australia. Can we take some more calls? We can. Head into 740-421-790 is the number. You can call us and participate. Now, Philip. Fellow is wrong for promoting insularity in West Indies cricket. Fletcher was replaced with opener uh, in Simmons, and that seems to be fair. That is one coming from a friend, uh, and that is from Queens in New York. They're listening there. Fellow is wrong for promoting I'm insularity in West Indies cricket. Fellow? I'm not, I'm not promoting insularity, uh, Andrew. I, I thought that if you look at form, Fletcher is the man who's informed, who ran is not informed. Okay. Fletcher has kept wicket for West Indies in T20 matches. Okay? You could have still bring him Phil Simmons. You could still bring him Linda Simmons or Fletcher. And Simmons could even buy that three. Mm. Or you could even move Fletcher down to... But who ran is struggling. He's struggling. He's struggling. He's been struggling for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that we can... We, our cricket is of such that we cannot afford to play guys who are struggling for such a long period of time. Who ran has not scored run since the IPL. Right. I don't know what preparation they do. I'm not mm. here. There's no, there's no camera footage that's coming out. Right. I don't know how they prepare in, 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 how they prepare in, in, in Grenada, how long they were in Grenada preparing for this series. They only said they're 15 games. So yeah. it's still a work in progress. But I will hope that we will see in one of these five games, or one of these 15 games, mm. that Fletcher gets a chance to keep wicked if they're, if they're still throwing around with the right. idea of right. right. there. Mm. Um, j- just before we go to, to Roll, we now got him on the telephone. Um, Sherlock in New York is saying, uh, yep, fellow is right, and Poran was struggling in the IPL, three tosses won, and sent in the opposition each time. In fact, um, Sherlock is from Brooklyn in New York. Let's go to Roland Holder. Uh, Roland, um, you talked about the Australians. We hope you're hearing this loud and clear now. When are the Australians arriving in the Caribbean? Australia arrived yesterday afternoon into St. Lucia at 4 or 2 p.m. Oh, they arrived. Okay, wonderful. All right, and everything is okay? Um, no, no challenges? No, none so far. They would have done their testing, etc. So they should be, if all return their negative test, they should be out of quarantine in fact, sometime tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. And generally things are going well. Any, any concerns, Roland? Operationally, no. Um, everything in, is in place for them. Um, they seem quite happy with the reception that they got, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are just ready and rearing to go. Probably a bit jet-lagged, having had a 16-hour, 40-minute flight from Australia here. 
Mm, I see, I see, I see. I know that Dr. Ford may have a question or two for you. What happens to Minley now? Is he, is he back in Jamaica? You know, he um, has contracted COVID. What, what's in, where is he now? It's a medical question, Andrew. I literally can't help you with that. No. I actually do not. Oh, you don't know where which country is in? That's what I was asking. Uh, well, the medical questions I can't help you with. I am not sure. Um, I haven't oh. literally seen his progress. That would be for medical people. Oh. Um, would be Dr. Gulston, et cetera, who would uh, ensure his rehab and recovery mm. and, and return to play and all that. All right. We got lots of calls, but I know that uh, Dr. Ford has got a question for you or two. Doctor? Yeah, Roland, any problems with the other uh, proposed tour, uh, Pakistan? Uh, how are things shaping up for Pakistan? Well, so far, so good. Pakistan are in the UK at present. Um, mm -hmm. They have a tour in the UK. So they're, they're currently in the UK. So they will be arriving into the Caribbean from the UK. I think their anticipated date of arrival is, is the 21st of July. 21st of so, July. Yes. So far, so good with them. Um, so everything is in place. We're working through logistics with them, the various hotels, the various protocols around each country and moving between country to country, etc. Because as you are aware, it would vary from country to country, island to island. Mm -hmm. So just trying to work through that. But one interesting thing is that the entire Pakistan contingent actually vaccinated, which is good news for us. Mm -hmm. Doc, any further questions? Talking about being naked, how are, how are we doing as a, as a cricketing uh, nation? What's the update well, like among our players? Uh, most of the players have received at least one dose of a vaccine. Um, some have opted to get the single dose and have, and have gone out of their way, gone out of the Caribbean to ensure they get it. So we, we are well on the way to, to achieving vaccination, mm. full vaccination. Any, any, any serious resistance, Roland? Resistance in terms of... In, in, in relation to some players not wanting to take the vaccine. Um, I think it's an educational process. You educate mm. pros and cons, etc. Mm -hmm. even in terms of travel. Right. So you find that, that your vaccinated travelers are treated differently to mm -hmm. non-vaccinated persons. Mm -hmm. So if you're profession involves traveling, then there's a decision you're going to have to make. Mm -hmm. I see. So percentage-wise, would you say that most of the West Indies players are vaccinated? Most of the West Indies squad has received at least one dose of okay. vaccine. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, the countdown, the clock is ticking as to when they will receive the second dose. Okay. Stay with us. Let's go and take some calls. Hello, welcome, Mason and guests. Mr. Mason. Yes, how are you? Um, is this Stanfield? Yes, Mr. Mason. How are you, Mr. Uh, Mason? Uh, how are you? I am keeping quiet, and I'm keeping quiet, and I will tell you this. Yes. I will make my cheese, though. Yes, yes, you're, you're South African, you know. But, Mr. Mason, I want to ask you a question, though. Mm. Why are you saying hold the battery? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, but maybe it would be unfair to ask Roland why Jason hold the battery. And, uh, and um, I was surprised by that. And Mr. Mr. Mason, and another question I want to ask you. Mm. Why you drop Mr. Fletcher and play Puran? Puran not in form. He's not Why in form. Why you do that? 
Mm. Why do that, Mr. Mason? Mm. Why you do that, Mr. Mason? And mm. I, I, one thing I'm telling you, mm. I just want three out of the five, and you take the rest. Three out of the five? Yeah, I want three out of the five, yes. and you get the rest. Mm. Mm. Yes, you are not playing cricket good, and to me, mm. your team is not together, Mr. Mason. Oh, it's not together? No, somebody hates somebody, Mr. Mason. All right. Well, um, Stanty, before you go, could you um, in part, uh, um, say congratulations to South Africa? South Africa, congrats. I'm content to win the match. I'm very content to win the match, South Africa. I'm very content to win the match. So, Mr. Mason. And finally, before you go, can you say to the West Indies, better luck Would like you ask him to translate that? We want to be sure I can make this Yes, Yes, Stanfield. What are you telling me to tell West Indies? Um, you know, say better luck next time in Patwa. No, I ain't saying nothing to West Indies. Oh, come on, Stanfield. No, all, all my wish is for South Africa. Who's playing better cricket? Mm. West Indies are ready. West Indies want to train the garbage. No, don't say that, Stanfield. Mr. Mason, this is... Come on, come on, Stanfield. This is my view. No, come on, you can't say that. So, so Mr. Mason. Yes. So, tell me something. Mm. Why you are not together in the cricket? Tell me what happened. Tell me what, no, what, just, what's going wrong. The guys were together, but just they didn't win today. Well, mm. I wish you good luck, and whatever you're doing, Mr. Mason, right. keep it jiggy. All right, good. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Roland, this performance by the West Indies, are you surprised that we are behind to one? Roland? It's a 20-over game, Andrew. Um, mm. You're going to have some close ones. You're going to have some some comfortable wins. It's, it's a 20-20 game, so mm. a lot can happen, and it happens very quickly. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm surprised. I wouldn't say I am not surprised. It's a 20-20 game. I think we are in for the long haul. We are still trying to feel our way in terms of a settled team for the 2020 as we build up towards the 2020 World Cup later on this year. Mm-hmm. So I can understand the, 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 the options that are being utilized. You're giving persons opportunities. You're trying combinations so that by the time you get to the World you have a clear idea of what the team is like, what everyone is capable of doing, etc., mm-hmm. and what your, your expectations of them will be. All right, we got several calls still with us. Just before we go to another call, um, I am from Barbados, listens to the show every week. I'm not hearing anyone speak about Sinclair uh, as an off spinner at this level. I think we need uh, a fit chase in this T20 side. He's much better than Sinclair and can play the floating role. Also, Cottrell has been our best white ball bowler in the last two years. Why is he not in the 13-man squad? All right. Um, before you take that, Philo, um, I know you've made some notes. Let's try and sneak a couple of calls in. We've got another, what, 10 minutes left on the show. Hello, welcome, Mason and guest. Good evening. Good evening to you. How are you? Uh, how are you? I am disgusted. You're dis- why are you disgusted? Listen, we need bright eyes to teach these people arithmetic. Mm. Six ones are six. He used to say from the from the Kensington stand, they yes. don't seem to understand. You stand up there and let a man ball six balls at you, one must hit you. Mm. They don't know to take one and move, let him ball at something else. 
they, they have no intelligence, they know mathematics, but they don't know common sense arithmetic. Mm. And it, they disgust me. They make me ashamed. I want to come out of retirement at 82 and, and go and play. Oh, really? You, you, <laughs> well, you, you, I mean, if, if they can't do at it, at 82. But Andrew, it is disgusting. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is. It's disgusting. Yeah. And all they have is this post match uh, mm. investigation. Yeah. They know everything, reason why they didn't do And we didn't dance, though. And we didn't make enough runs. You didn't make runs when you're in the middle. Yeah, that's true. Well, but I want. You don't make enough runs. You stop and make yourself a target and let everybody come up uh, and, and throw at you. Mm. Like if there's some mock or the other. No. And, and, and then thought we did not make enough runs. You go hit your ball. Yes. Well, well, well there's another one. Two masters left in Grenada. They can still come and win it uh, 3 2. But, so uh, but, but, but they, they wouldn't impress me. Mm. Six runs are six. They got to learn. And right. if, you, if things are difficult, take the ball and run and let the other man take the ball and mm. let the man have somebody else to bowl right. at. All right. Thanks for your contribution. Um, All right. Thanks for your contribution. We're going to sneak a couple of calls in. We got, of course, Roland Holder still with us and Philo Wallace has got one or two questions. There are several WhatsApp messages. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest, 441790. All right. Um, uh, we got. Uh, another one here coming in. Um, oh, oh, Philo, you, you got to ask, answer the question. Okay, we can take a call. Yes, we can. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. Hi. Hello. Hi. Every every talking book around is not a song. Yeah. yeah. Caller, we don't hear you very. We 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 we, we, we don't hear you very well. We don't hear you very well, caller. Um, Roland, in the remaining what six seven minutes we got left, you you must be. As a former cricketer, um, actually dis- disappointed with these performances. And these. Okay, okay, so Roland has left us? Oh, he's left us. All right. Good evening, um, um, Mr. Mason and your esteemed panel. I'm an avid listener to your show. Sometimes following the destinies, one gets the feeling they're not playing to a plan. The commentators praise them as they seem, of course, uh, in relation to victory. And I am in Dominica, Rosso, Dominica, in a place called Goodwill, and I listen to the show every week, and I want to hear from Philo Wallace. Why is this the inconsistency in West Indies cricket? Philo? Well, I, do, I, 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 I think the inconsistency is because of us. I think it's separation. Right? I think our players and they don't don't work hard enough at the games. They're not they don't they don't do I don't know if they're strategic thinkers. Mm. And sometimes they don't I I wonder if they look back at, at, at past games and look at good performances and bad performances and try to dissect because at that level of pretty it's natural level. A batsman particularly should be able to pull his game apart and put it together with the help of the batting team. Right. All players need to, to, to be more strategic and critical thinkers. Right. I agree with that. I still want to, I do, I also think that our cricketers are not as fit as they should be. Mm. And I think that's one of the reasons why we are so inconsistent. Because our recovery periods are shorter. Right. In 20 games, you put a day break. And we play some fellows who got some age on their side. Mm. And some bellies too. And I tell you, Andrew, I played a game on Sunday. Mm. And I went to the gym today and I still feel in Sunday work, you know. Really? 
from that cricket. Yeah, I mm. played a cricket match with Sandy. I put on a Stabley Rock partnership, as you No wonderful. With the 19 year old. Mm. Yeah, I scored 35 by Sandy. I hurt him. He's still hurting. He's still hurting. He said he gave up in that age bracket and didn't know who they are. They recovered to me with his right short. I only fit this can pull them through. Mm. I find that all players are not as fit as I think they should be. Mm. But the T20 game is playing at a fanatic pace, Andrew. Mm-hmm. A fanatic pace. And I think that is part of why we're so inconsistent. Mm. Because we're not getting full recovery because of our fitness level. Mm-hmm. I, I think too, we'll stay clear. When he came onto the scene against uh, Sri Lanka, he looked business. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if Captain Pollard had the same thinking against Sri Lanka as he has against South Africa. He brought three overs today for some um, for 29 runs. Right. But he didn't open the bowling. No. And I thought opening the bowling was say clear. Listen to Toby Radford. That is one of the things that surprised the rest of the international team. So we had a leg spin and bad dream could have controlled the new, the, the new white ball. And I thought that the state clear opening the bowling, we were going to try to groom him in, 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 that, in that direction mm-hmm. to open the new ball and bowl his ball mm-hmm. over tight and put some wicket. Gone a little bit out of the window, but as Roland said, mm-hmm. there are more T20 games to play, so yeah. that might come back into play. Mm-hmm. So I think, he's, I think he's someone that they're going to work with. I also see the light spinner down there, he had a walk through there. He's, just, he's a player. So I believe that he would get an opportunity right. too. Mm. Uh, Philo, we got a couple of uh, WhatsApp messages coming in. Um, this one is from Grenada. Hello, I'm listening to the show. Uh, good always to have Philo Wallace on the show. I have a question for Mr. Wallace. The side needs a short bowler. Your response. Yeah, but Fidel ever, Fidel ever the 39 and he bowled past the Mr. Lanka. Mm. I, I can't see the reason why you have a 39-year-old in your squad. And, and don't play him. And don't play him. And don't play him. No, I, I agree with you. You pick him to play. You pick him to play. Yeah, I agree. Otherwise, don't pick him at all. I don't pick him. No kid is shocking this with him. Yes, he is. He's shocking this with yes. him. Sharp. So, eh, eh, hey, Sharp. He's fast, Andrew. Mm-hmm. And if we have Fidel ever at 39, who, who, who can do a similar role? Let's put Fidel Everett on them. Yes, I know the games are pretty tight. Let's throw him on them and let's see how he goes. Because at the end of the day, we're still trying to put our best team out and get a, a, our best squad for the World Cup. And we need to try and see Fidel on this surface that will, that will be similar to what they're going to get in the UAE in the, in the World Cup. So mm-hmm. I agree with that person. We need a shock bowler and he's in the squad. Fidel mm-hmm. Everett, he's a mm-hmm. shock bowler. Well, it seems to be listening across this this call is from Trinidad and Tobago. I live in Santa Cruz, very close uh, to the one who you have on your show very often. And, uh, of course, we are talking about um, Tony Gray. And he's asking you, fellow, do you think we'll win the World Cup? Mm. That's a very good question. <laughs> if you look at the squad that we have now, you have to look at fitness. I saw Russell to be a limping. I was coming to yes. hold my head. I said, I hope I see something going off. I, even to look at our players, our players are, 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 are dynamic. I would just like to see a bit more thinking. I would like to see more finesse in our backing rather than muscle. And I think that if we can get those, those, those components together, fitness, finesse, and, and, and a bit more thinking going into our cricket, I think we stand a good chance to win. I would also like our captain a major role in our batting. He's leading, the, he's leading the team quite nicely, but I think he needs to make that contribution with the bat. It's important. 
Then he goes to bat. He's a batsman. He cannot hit like a captain when he's batting. Hit like a batsman and bring home and win games. Scholar can win games. But he has to start winning games now because going into that World Cup, a lot is going to be dependent on Fuller's batting and his bowling as well. So I think from now, he needs to start grooming himself or get himself mentally tuned to look to win games when we're chasing. If you're winning the toss and sending the opposition and you're one of the main batsmen, you have to be looking at when you get a chance to bat, you're looking to win games. Mm. I think we can win the World Cup, but it has to be strategic. Why can't he win games at the ICL level but not at the international level? Mm-hmm. Yes. Very good question. Very good question, though. I think it's comfort because someone asked about Carlos Rafa. Carlos Rafa is still playing for Warwickshire in the, in the 20 blast. He's having a good time of it. And he's comfortable. I can see comfortableness in, in, in Carlos Rafa. When you look at Pollard, at Mumbai Indians, he's comfortable. He laughs. He smiles. He does all the right things. I find for West Indies, it's still tension. Plus, he's leader. He's a little tense. And, and sometimes he sits on the fence. He doesn't know if to go left or right. So he just sits in the middle. I think sometimes he needs to break that, come out of that captain's box a bit mm-hmm. and express himself as a cricketer. I think, I think Pollard is a cricketer and he needs to express himself as a cricketer. Mm. Final. And all the other things will fall into place around him. Mm. Final one. This one comes from St. John's Antigua Fellow. We are two on down. Can we recover and win? But first, the more is the rest there, so that's the recovery there. They come back Thursday. <laughs> you know, the same pitch Thursday, the pitch and kick. I think, we can, I think we can win this series, but we have to be smart. South Africans are playing smart T20 cricket. Bavuma is a new leader. We have Bavuma looking like he's been leading this side for the last seven years. And I think that that is what we need to do. We need to play two smart T20 games, right. win this series, to give us momentum mm-hmm. to face the mighty Australians. Minus seven of their top players, but they're still coming hard. So mm-hmm. I think we can win. But we've got to be smart in how we how we execute the next two T20 matches. Well, Phil, I want to thank you very much indeed for coming through and talking to us exactly at o'clock. No, we want to thank Toby Radford, uh, who was with us earlier, the former batting coach and Roland Holder, former West Indies cricketer, was on the line telling us that the Australians touched on today, and it was good to hear from uh, the rice farmer there in. Uh, of course, you're talking Jamaican Darren Paul, who knows it's in Buffalo, New York, and it's really good um, to have heard from him. Thanks to you, uh, Dr. Uh, Ford. Of course, the players will get um, much-needed rest tomorrow. The West Indies losing by one run today. The action continues on Thursday. And, of course, I'm missing the guest next week. We'll be here to assess that series for you. The only thing I can say, like the mighty Gabby, Lord send an answer for me. I'm Andrew Mason. It's open for a bye tomorrow. It's good night. You are listening to The Cricket Show. Join us each Saturday morning from 9 until 12 noon to hear the Saturday morning entertainment episode. And on Sundays from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to be a part of The Cricket Show. To join the show, call one 605 9850. The number again is 1515 605 9850. Good night. God bless you all. Thank you for being with us.